must unlearn what you have learned. Casting from the deep depths of cyberspace, this is Darn IT Podcast, Cybersecurity Made Simple, and I'm your host, Darnie G, Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Thanks for stopping by this episode of Darn IT Podcast, episode 18, Threats to Canadian Health Organizations. Now, this is a quick update in terms of the alerts um, to the threats against Canadian health organizations, but this could really be indicative to any health organization out there in the world experiencing these threats. Now, we all know since mid-March of 2020, um, with the COVID coronavirus uh, health pandemic, um, there's been a huge strain on our health communities, our health organizations alike. Um, But this is just to raise awareness on uh, various cyber threats that may impact uh, cyber information assets and to provide additional education, detection, and mitigation um, to people listening to this podcast. Um, So we understand that this pandemic presents a level of risk um, to the cybersecurity of health organizations involved into the national and international response to the pandemic. Uh, We always always ask all of our clients to remain vigilant and take the time um, that they are engaged in into their cyber defenses, um, including some best practices, uh, increased monitoring, reminding employees to practice phishing awareness and to ensure that um, your servers and critical systems are patched for all known security vulnerabilities. And as we know that these vulnerabilities are always dynamic, we may be able to protect against some threats, but these threats are completely dynamic and change every hour and every day um, moving forward. And we can never stop, unfortunately. Now, with the elevated risk uh, of the cybersecurity of Canadian health organizations, but this is not limited to just medical research, uh, manufacturing, or policymaking organizations. Um, specifically, um, sophisticated threat actors may attempt to steal the intellectual property or the IP of organizations engaged in research or development related to COVID-19 or sensitive data related to Canada's response to COVID-19. Also, cyber criminals may take advantage of the COVID-19 attack um, using the increased pressure being placed on the health organizations to extract ransom payments or to mask other compromises. These threat actors may choose to target Canadian organizations involved uh, in the pandemic within the medical research community. Uh, They may attempt to gain intelligence on the response efforts um, and the political responses to the crisis or just to steal uh, research towards a vaccine or other medical remedies or or topics of interest to the the threat actor. Uh, The organizations should exercise uh, increased monitoring in order to detect attempted compromises by sophisticated threat actors. Uh, attempts to compromise an organization by a sophisticated 
threat actor may leverage uh, in social engineering, uh, spear phishing, credential stuffing, critical vulnerabilities, compromised credentials, or a combination of these and other threat vectors. Now, ransomware has been on the top of mind on, on a lot of people over the many years, um, but the impact of a ransomware incident on, on the Canadian organizations um, that are involved supporting the response of COVID-19 um, could be more severe um, during the pandemic than if it were to occur during a, a non-crisis event. Um, this is why we recommend that organizations take extra care in identifying as soon as possible um, vulnerabilities and possible compromises that may lead to ransomware being deployed, um, checking that uh, proper safety countermeasures are put in place, um, and that we advise that all organizations um, be very familiar and intimate with their um, business continuity plans, um, which includes restoring files um, from backups and moving key business elements to backup infrastructure. Now, there are um, various vulnerabilities uh, related to telework and teleconferencing, um, especially during the pandemic, um, as businesses have rushed to make the infrastructure more available to remote users and employees. Um, configuration errors um, may be made and unpatched software may have been deployed. Uh, these critical vulnerabilities um, have been identified in VPN devices over the past year and uh, multiple successful exploitations in the past um, have us believe that they are likely to be leveraged for renewed compromise attempts uh, in the short term. Um, recently disclosed vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows and uh, Linux operating systems, uh, particularly those affecting remote desktop usage and certificate authentication uh, will most likely be targeted as well. Um, there are there have been many uh, vulnerabilities that are, are um, that could be patched. Um, for example, uh, there's some critical Microsoft remote desktop vulnerability. Um, there's a Microsoft security advisory uh, in the monthly rollup. Um, the like I said, exploitation of VPN vulnerabilities. Uh, there's been uh, Citrix exploitations, uh, Internet Explorer zero day vulnerabilities. Um, Microsoft SMB version 3 vulnerabilities, Apache Tomcat advisories, um, monthly rollout. There's tons of vulnerabilities out there that as a business, you must be aware of these, these um, risks and that we always suggest that health organizations involved in the response to the pandemic um, take the time and the resources to make sure that they are actively engaged in cyber defense best practices. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast with Darnley G. If you like our show and want to know some more, like or subscribe or please leave a review. Remember, look both ways before crossing the information superhighway. Safe computing, everybody. Bye.